Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Gateway Rescue Mission, meeting the physical and spiritual needs of the homeless right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Check us out at www.gatewaymission.org. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Real talk for real Mississippians. Now, here's your host, JT. JT. everyone welcome to the jt show super talk mississippi on your tuesday this would be hump day eve correct mundo tuesday february the 23rd where in the hell did february go <laughs> well they say time flies when you're having fun i got you i don't know how that applies to last week but yet yeah, uh, wasn't too terribly fun last week but i gotta tell you have a different attitude today. The sun is shining. It's uh, it's warm. It's going to be a nice day for the vast majority of the Magnolia State. Very nice day. Pockets um, of clouds and maybe a shower or two, but for the most part, everybody's got sunshine and 70. Very cool. I uh, was uh, pleased to arrive to a parking lot, almost full of vehicles, and entered the building to the hustle and bustle of... Humans walking about, discovered the water flowing in the restroom. Life is good. Had a hot shower this morning, able to (laughs) shave without the use of bottled water. (laughs) I tell you, using bottled water to brush your teeth, one thing I discovered, if you get thirsty later on and reach for that bottle of water, it's drinking toothpaste. It's what it tastes like, which isn't very cool. And while we are enjoying the sun, you know, yesterday I got off on a bit of a tangent talking about Bill Gates, who's decided he has self-appointed himself way above the level of John Kerry. Kerry is the climate czar for the U.S. Gates, he's like the climate guy for the world, the universe. Climate god emperor king. (laughs) So... You know, I told you yesterday, he said, if we don't do something about this carbon emissions deal, reducing it to effectively zero, by the way, from humans. I did get a clarification on that. So he's acknowledging that uh, that there are other, I guess, forms or other, other than human and man-made carbon emissions that find their way into the atmosphere. He's acknowledging that we've got to reduce down to whatever that is, meaning zero coming from any sort of man-made forms. But in order to guard against the situation where he said, you won't be able to go outside, it'll be too hot in the summer, 
expecting this uh, continued increase in the Earth's temperature. He, he wants to come up with a way, are you listening for this, to cover the sun, like from the Earth, to dim the sun, to counter global warning, warming. Every single sci-fi movie I've ever seen where they try that, it ends horribly. <laughs> and he says... I'm pretty sure that was the plot of that awful Highlander sequel, the Highlander 2, where it's set in the future, that. and they've blacked out the sun. <laughs> He's funding a project. That's what you do when you got billions. He's funding a project that would is designed to devise something, some technology, some innovation... They would dim sunlight in order to cool the Earth. The research is called stratospheric control disturbance experiment. And the acronym, of course, is capital S, capital C, little o, capital P, capital E, lowercase x. (laughs) Scopex. There you go. (laughs) And Harvard scientists are working on this, of course. That's the school Bill dropped out from, by the way. Then he became a billionaire. Uh, So (laughs) he's all over this plan of dimming the sun. You know, I don't want to dim the sun. And I'm not buying this idea that if, if we don't do something and act as drastically as he is calling for, that we won't be able to go outside. I'm not quite at that point yet. I mean... A part of me has to acknowledge and appreciate and even give a little bit of respect to this grandiose idea. This harkens back to a couple generations ago where it was the American dream and the American dream could do anything. It didn't matter what it was. Putting a man on the moon seemed crazy, but we're going to do it. That kind of thing. Where... Building something or putting something in the atmosphere to block out the sun, like I said, seems kind of science fiction. I have to appreciate and respect the fact that even you're willing to come out and say, let's do something big. That being said, it's still dumb. Uh, agree. So I, I totally agree, and, and I've stated, I believe, uh, certainly in the public forum, but even here on the air, that innovation, human innovation, is the only way we solve man's most pressing problems. No question. It's how we've done it since the beginning of time. And so if, in fact, this threat is real, and there's no consensus on that that I can find among the scientists, there's about as much consensus on that as there is all this COVID measures that we're taking, right? Lockdowns versus not. And boy, is there a lot of info floating around about that now. So the question is, is this, the, is this necessary? Is this, are we a solution looking for a problem? And so I, I found. It seems to be half the Democrat platform. <laughs> no, the Democrat platform is create the problem and then turn around and offer a solution, of thus conferring more power and, in many cases, more, more dough, more green, green backs, not to be confused with green energy to them. But for 50 years, by the way, there have been dire predictions about the climate. Going back to 1967, I remember this as a child. 
Salt Lake's it's, uh, Tribune, that's the major paper for the Salt Lake City area, dire famine forecast by 1975. 1969, New York Times, unless we are extremely lucky, everyone will disappear in a cloud of blue steam in 20 years. Well, that would have been 89. Last I checked, that didn't happen. Here's here's Leonard Nimoy, Mr. Spock from 1979. The data shows that average temperatures in the Arctic have fallen dramatically over the last 30 years. In most locations, the drop has been about 2 degrees centigrade. At that rate, the descent to ice age temperatures could take less than 200 years. <laughs> and, and of course... Intentionally, they get Nimoy because <laughs> he's not a human. He's smarter than humans. He's a Vulcan. <laughs> Here we go, Rhino. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Little live long and prosper, huh? You can't see it, folks, but I actually can form both of my hands with my fingers separated to form the V. I'm presently... <laughs> we do have a window between us. We could do the whole Star Trek too. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. Oh jeez. But what did what did Nimoy say in one of the movies where the the needs of the, of many, the many outweigh, outweigh the needs, the needs of the, the few? Right, of the one, right, of the one. Well, in the Democrat governing philosophy, it's just the opposite. At least it may not be the one, but it's the few. The needs of the few outweigh the needs of the many. Live long and prosper, my son. I've got the V's. Up here, if you can see us on the on the uh, screen, there, folks, I got them up right now. All right, so in 1970, the Boston Globe. I subscribe. I'm probably the only idiot in Mississippi that subscribes to the Boston Globe. It is far more left wing than the Post, than the L.A. Times, and the Tribune, and the New York Times. It is, uh, and obsessed with Trump. Totally obsessed. Aren't they the ones that? Broke the story about the the priests and everything, though, back in the day? I think they are. Made a movie about that. They did. Yeah. In 1970, they predicted a new ice age by the 21st century. New ice age. Whatever the heck that means. And, and of course, the list just goes on and on, right, uh, of all these predictions that never occurred. And, and and the problem is, you want people to take you seriously about all this stuff, you got to do a little bit better job. It's like I saw a report the other day where Dr. Fauci, you know, lock them up forever and throw away the key. He's flipped on masks five times. He is a skilled bureaucrat in that you can't pin him down. He's like Teflon. Nothing sticks to him. Drives people crazy. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more talk here on the JT Show. Super Talk Mississippi. (laughs) 
Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live-burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. Unlike jewelry stores that offer imaginary discounts of 50 to 75% off, DNS Diamonds and Jewelry in Flowood is different. You see, mathematically, there is no way to stay in business if you continually run 50 to 75% off discounts, unless your prices were too high to begin with. At DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, shop our quality, selection, and personal service that we offer. Then let us impress you with our special values. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood, across from Amerigo. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an x This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special XMark pricing and special XMark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridgeland Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridgeland Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridgeland Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. For a complete transcript of today's show, write down everything you hear. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard Rhino in the studio. Thanks so much for joining us, allowing us to guide you through the middle 
of the day. Little talk, little music, hopefully a little humor. I, the Leonard Nimoy was great, Rhino. Appreciate you digging that up. I, I'm telling you, people really did have this sort of odd respect for him just because he played the role of a really smart, can't say person, right? He was what it was. He's a well, he was half Vulcan, half human. That's right. So it was always the the conflict of his dichotomy. Ah, good way to describe it. The best part is when the captain, Jim, would always kid with him about not having any emotion <laughs> because he he wasn't fully human, I guess. And he had this incredible skill where he could just raise one eyebrow. <laughs> Remember that <laughs> when he looked back at Jim. Uh, but Jim's common sense always won the day. That was kind of the plot. I think. How many episodes did they make of that deal? Like uh, the original? Yeah, the uh, the the television series, about five or six years or so, I think. It was on the air, a bunch of them, and still seventy nine episodes. Okay, three seasons. Okay, three seasons. Well, that's not a lot. That's why I've seen every t- every time I watch one, I've seen it like fourteen times already. That may be why, but what a great concept, though, if you think about it. But we were, of course, we were obsessed with space back then because of the advent of, of space travel, uh, as it were, back then. It's the space age. Yeah, it's the space age. And I think I've talked about it before. One of my favorite all-time movies is The Right Stuff, which is uh, the, sort of the story of that, that period. Um, anyhow... We've got some text here on the ceasefire text line, uh, quite a few. Let's see if we can get to them. Raven Byram says, I think he's talking about I think he's talking about Gates' plan to dim the sun. He gotta put cousin Eddie in a fighter with a tarp, a jet fighter. <laughs> oh gosh. Vicky and Clarksdale says, Go ahead and mess with God, he will take care of them. Well, I I hear you, Vicky. I'm not so sure that his idea there would be messing with God. I mean, if you put sunglasses on your head, you're dimming the sun, protecting yourself from the sun. I think it's a nutty idea. I just think there are other ways to address whatever the issue is. And I'm we talked about another one yesterday with Elon Musk giving what is it, hundred million dollars million to carbon reward. capture? Yeah. I, I to, think to that's scrub actually, the atmosphere. I think that's a good idea. I which don't, is in the same vein as we talked about it off the air yesterday. For years, you heard that there's nothing we can do about the plastics in the ocean. We just have to yeah. stop using plastic. If we just cut out plastic, then then we can limit the damage we've already done because there's just this island of floating plastic that nobody can do anything about. And then it was, what, a handful of eighth graders put some pool doodles on a bunch of pvc pipe with a net and ta-da it captures plastic without having to do anything and in the ocean and waterways are being scrubbed with that technology i'm not saying carbon scrubbing is that simple but it'll just take somebody thinking a little bit outside the box and from an angle that nobody's taken and elon musk is willing to pay you big to do it and honestly it is consistent with my view always has been, of how to solve our most pressing problems, which is to allow the private sector, private individuals, private groups uh, to attack these problems and and pursue 
innovative solutions based on need. And, and if this is truly a need, uh, I think that would occur. And we look too often, and so we think too much about solving problems based on our current not, level of knowledge. We don't think about the truly innovative people who can invent things and conceive of things and devise things that the average human just can't figure out. That is how society progresses. Uh, I think I've mentioned it before uh, that Steve Jobs, the the founder of Apple, famously said, people don't know what they need until I tell them. And he's, he's smart enough to say that. Not sure we'll have another one of him. But again, somebody out there is can think about and conceive of some solution to scrub carbon out of the atmosphere. That sounds like a better plan than dimming the sun and foregoing the harvest and consumption of meat and converting to microbial bacteria-based sausage. That sounds nutty to me, and I think most people would say, dude, ain't happening. So there's other it's ways the equivalent of, it. of going into the bomb shelter with two years of worth of food and just hunkering down because you heard some firecrackers down the street. <laughs> That's true. Very true. So, and there's nothing better than a, a private reward. That's great. Elon Musk says, I got $100 million. And you get more people on board with that idea. The innovators have come out of the patch. People are dang smart. They just need a reason. And you know what a lot of that reason is? Profit. Profit. Yeah, if you're Joe Blow engineer working in a cubicle making sure that some product is safe or more efficient, but you've got this idea for carbon scrubbing, your boss isn't going to give you a raise, more than likely, if you give it to him. Correct. But you present it to Elon Musk and you get a big fat check. It could happen. No question about it. That, that, that's truly putting money to good work, rather than sending it to the dang government and letting them just reallocate it out to a bunch of junk. And you know what's being discovered now along those lines? This, this I think, reveals the duplicity and the hypocrisy of the left. You know what's being discovered in the waterways now? Masks and latex gloves. Duh! Who didn't see that coming? So, saw a report on that yesterday, where folks cleaning up the waterways are saying, never seen this in the rivers and the streams before. I think it's, uh, there were some folks cleaning up the river, what the heck's that river that runs through Atlanta? Not the Chattahoochee, is it? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. It's a beautiful river, and play some golf over there on courses that border it. But uh, Chattahoochee. Okay. So they're cleaning the river, and there's workers out there, and they're pulling up all these masses. We never see anything like that. So, but you're not seeing the left say, well, we don't need to be wearing those masks and those latex gloves anymore, but straws, oh, can't do that. It just doesn't fit their narrative, doesn't fit their misguided agenda. It's just crazy. Let's see here on the ceasefire text line. Oh, this is interesting. I'm a senior citizen in Oxford. I don't have to pay state income tax. How will this affect me? I assume that's from Ralph. I assume that he is referring to this bill that was dropped 
announced yesterday in the House. We can certainly pivot to that. I've been reviewing it. It's 3,300 lines. It's 308 pages. Haven't got all the way through it. Uh, and also on the 601 ceasefire text line, the new tax bill, bad idea, especially for retired people. So I think that's that's kind of similar to what our, our listener, uh, Ralph, is saying from Oxford. So i got to tell you, I haven't dug all the way into it yet, so I, I hesitate to get too wonky and into the details. I was just too tired to review it last night. The At, basics, as I understand it, are a phase-out of income tax, a decrease in the sales tax applied to grocery items. That's right. And an increase to sales tax on other items. Yeah, it's seven, seven to nine and a half on uh, all products except grocery items, which there's a decrease. And I'm not exactly sure, frankly, what falls into what's defined and categorized as grocery. I'm uh, sure there's a list yeah, somewhere. Exactly. That's about as thick as a phone book. Exactly. So that would that would decrease from I think seven percent to four and a half percent if I'm not mistaken. And the standard sales tax at the state level would go from seven to nine point five percent, and there would be uh, kind of a step up in the exemption. Is the way it works, the exemption from income to compute income tax. I think that's like forty seven five on an individual. Ninety four five is the number that comes. To, it's it's in that range, fifty grand, hundred grand on a married couple. So the the first uh, dab of income, the first block of income at or below that level would not be subject to income tax. However, you would pay higher sales taxes on everything but groceries, and there's also some adjustments on major items that are taxed differently, farm implements, automobiles. I think all those go up. I I get a little bit more details when we come back after this break on the JT Show. Stay with us. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. With the extreme winter weather that we've had all across Mississippi recently, the blood supply is very low. And now it's critical that Mississippi Blood Services gets more blood on the shelves to ensure that we have what Mississippi patients need. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you today. That's msblood.com. 
msblood.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental, where we create a comfortable environment for our patients. Capital Dental offers general and family dentistry and teeth whitening. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420 or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Green, the new degree of comfort. Get ready for Trustmark Park College Baseball, featuring the only college baseball game of the season to be played at Trustmark Park. Mississippi State plays University of Southern Mississippi Tuesday, March 2nd at Trustmark Park. The game starts at 6 p.m. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com or the Trustmark Park box office. Fun for the whole family. Get your tickets now. Trustmark College Baseball, featuring Mississippi State versus University of Southern Mississippi. A Spectrum event production. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. On Monday, Speaker of the House Philip Gunn introduced a bill that would phase out the state income tax. The proposal increases the personal exemption to just over 47000 and the married exemption to just over 95000 The Mississippi Tax Freedom Act of 2021 passed the Ways and Means Committee and heads to the full House floor for consideration. And not everyone is happy with the design of the new Mississippi state flag. A group that calls themselves Let Mississippi Vote is pushing an initiative aimed at getting more choices for the flag on the next statewide ballot. And that would include the 1894 flag. They've got support from Senator Chris McDaniel, who says they want more than the one option offered by the legislature. They'll need 100,000 signatures by December 12th to make it happen. Follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, or find us online at Super. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. 
Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. Don't want to make your opinion known? Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead. Text your thoughts to 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday. The JT Show continues. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Coming up at uh, the 12.05 hour in the show, we've got Commissioner of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety, Sean Tindall. And then at 12.37, we've got Senator Josh Harkins representing District 20, Rankin County. He's the chairperson of the Senate Finance Committee. Committee, and don't forget at eleven thirty-seven, let your voice be heard. Give us a call on the uh, Super Talk call line eight 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 zero eight eight six three seven. Of course, you can text us on the Ceasefire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Thomas and Greenwood says Tennessee, Louisiana, and Alabama endorse Philip Gunn's bill to raise Mississippi's sales tax to nine point five percent. I think that's probably because Alabama has a combined sales tax rate, on average, of 9.22%, whereas the state of Mississippi's is 7.07%. Now, that's the combined state and local tax average across the state. The base rate, the base state sales tax rate in Mississippi is, of course, 7%. In Alabama, it's 4%. But the amount you pay at the checkout counter there is the combined sales tax rate. Interestingly enough, the state of Mississippi, I think, is tied in second place with three other states for the second highest state tax rate. It's 7%. Not the second highest combined the amount you pay when you layer on local and county taxes, if the case may be. Uh, but California has the highest base sales tax rate at the state level of seven and, uh, and a quarter. Mississippi, along with Rhode Island and Tennessee, are at seven percent. Interestingly enough, in Louisiana, the combined rate is nine point five two percent on average. And uh, the Louisiana's base sales tax rate at the state level is 4.45%. Tennessee, it is 7%, with the combined rate being 9.55. So the bottom line is our surrounding states are all in that 9% range. What this uh, legislation would do is increase the rate, the base rate, to 9.55. Uh, 5% from the current 7%. That's an increase of about 
37%. But the there would be an increase in the personal exemption, the exemption from income tax. The fir, that would be the first uh, tranche of income. So if you bottom line is in the way this is being positioned is if you make fifty thousand, roughly fifty thousand dollars, you would pay no state income taxes as an individual. And a hundred thousand dollars you would pay none as a married couple filing joint. You would, of course, incur an increase in your sales tax rate based on your consumption. In addition, folks, I was getting to this earlier and, and found the the information. Let me see here. <clears throat> there would be some other some other items are taxed a little different from a consumption sales tax perspective than sort of the run of the mill retail type sales, and those would be vehicles. And I also think there's something special about farm implements. Yeah, farm implements would go from. Uh, the, they would go from the present tax rate up by 2.5%. I think presently those are taxed at 2 or 3%. Vehicles are taxed at 5%, sales tax on vehicles. That's presently. This bill would increase that by the same 2.5%, meaning tax on vehicles would increase and it would rise to 7.5%. And by the way, I think all that would, uh, yes, in, in fact it would, it would become effective July 1 of this year. So it's kind of a swap, is the, is the way this is designed to work. It is, it is being touted as revenue neutral, if you will, but you're essentially transitioning from an income tax approach to generating revenue to a consumption approach to generating revenue. Now, the first thing that caught my eye about this, Rhino, was that I seem to recall the governor, when he announced a proposal to eliminate the state income tax, and that was back in January, right around the time I think he delivered the State of the State address, as I recall, because it was included, I believe, in his State of the State address. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So it was a couple of days maybe before that. I seem to recall the governor stating when he announced this, that this would happen, this elimination of the income tax, without raising any other taxes. Now, and I could be wrong, but and if anybody remembers that as well, please help me out and correct me on that. But that's the way I seem to recall hearing it. Now, keep in mind, this is not the governor's bill. This is the, this is the House's bill. So this is it's authored by the Speaker, I think, uh, Jason White and also Representative Trey Lamar, whom we had on yesterday on the Wildlife Show. I believe they are the authors. And and so that's different. I mean, what happens when it gets to the Senate? It's scheduled to be vote on, voted on, by the way, today in the House, in a few hours. I've been texting with a couple of my friends in the, in the House asking me about it. So I haven't had a chance to dig in to all the details yet, started reading it this morning. But in general, the idea is we're going to increase sales taxes. We're going to we're going to increase the personal exemption, thus lowering the amount of revenue produced from income taxes. And we're going to do that over a period of time to continue to um, to, to gauge the changes in revenue. 
and to continue to decrease the income tax by increasing the exemption, the amount not subject to income tax, to sort of stay revenue neutral. And there's, so there's some triggers in there that essentially increases that exemption, thus uh, phasing out the income tax over a period of time, as long as revenues stay relatively level. And I don't remember all the details, the nuances of the amounts, but it's it's intended to be a swap, if you will. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, and it's it's kind of being sold as, I think an example that was given is a teacher that makes 50000 bucks would essentially have their income tax eliminated under this plan. They would realize an increase of sales taxes, but the net effect of that would be, and that plus a, a teacher raise would be about 2000 bucks in their pocket. If you look at the 2.5% increase in sales taxes, you assume a teacher that's earning $50,000 probably spends most of their money you see what I'm saying? Thus, it's subject to sales tax. The exception being a reduction, sort of a net from grocery. And I don't know how to extrapolate about how much of their fifty grand um, or their take-home pay, if you will, they're spending on groceries versus the uh, which is going to be subject to a lower rate versus the products and services they buy that are now subject to a higher rate. So all that has to be kind of netted out and modeled out. But that's that's the idea. Uh, we'll see where that goes. This will be interesting to, to get. It's it's a long bill, which is not unusual. Now, a lot of that's because you've got a lot of code sections that have to be have to be modified and amended, and those code sections, consistent with the way our legislation is drafted, they're all included in the bill. And the underlying portion, of course, when you when you view the bill, is are, are those uh, statements, those provisions which are being changed by this legislation. So, Gary and Berg wants to know, tax golf winnings offset by deduction for losing. I got that figured out, Gary. I use Venmo for, for settling my golf debts. Oh, yeah, that's tied to my bank account. I forgot about that. On the 662, it's a shell game. Bill and Brandon says, so Representative Gunn's bill would increase the tax on a $40,000 vehicle by $1,000. That's true. But depending on how much money you make, if you make uh, $50,000 or below, you're no longer paying income taxes. And that, that would amount to about, just extrapolate, about 2100 bucks. So you might buy a vehicle, say, every five years and have a $1,000 additional tax incurred on that. But over that five-year period of time, if everything stayed exactly like it is when it goes into effect in 2021, uh, later this year, which is unlikely, I think it's going to improve, that would be a, a $10,000, uh, $10,500, so savings minus this $1,000 increase, you're, you're to the good by 1000 bucks. I'm um, 9000 bucks. excuse me, 9000 bucks. Hope that made sense. We'll take a break, come back, I'll explain that again. Thanks for listening.
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. It's time for the annual RJ's Outboard Open House, March 12th through the 13th. Want to win a free boat? Then come on out to RJ's Outboard on Old Fannin Road between now and March 13th and register to win a brand new boat, motor, and trailer package courtesy of G3 Boats and Yamaha Outboards. While you're there, be sure to check out all of the G3 Boats and Yamaha Outboards RJ's has to offer. Boat drawing will be held Saturday, March 13th at 3 p.m. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reservoir. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, May Cotton was down 64 to 91.77. July Cotton was down 65 to 92.42. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, May Soybeans were up 31 and a quarter to 14.18 and three quarter per bushel. July Soybeans were up 29 cents to 14.06 per bushel. May corn was up six and a quarter to five fifty six and three quarter per bushel. July corn was up a nickel to five forty six and a half per bushel. At the mercantile, April live cattle was down one forty to one twenty one sixty five. June live cattle was down seventy five to one nineteen fifty. April feeders down ninety to one forty two thirty seven. May feeders down one twenty five to one forty four eighty two. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down one hundred fifty two points, thirty one thousand three ninety seven. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Are you stuck inside but still looking for bargains on new and secondhand goods? Try HiBid.com, the online auction site for just about anything. HiBid.com offers a safe and easy way to find hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. From rare coins to fine jewelry, tools to vintage toys, and classic cars to real estate. HiBid.com has it all. HiBid.com makes it easy to find what you're looking for, and the site is simple to use. HiBid.com, that's H-I-B-I-D.com. And start discovering great deals today. Winter break is coming to an end for cattle parasites, so start your parasite fight now. With Safeguard Feed Formulations, keeping up that fight is easier than ever. Available in blocks, cubes, pellets, or free-choice mineral, Safeguard Feed Formulations are the convenient, labor-saving way to deworm cattle on grass. Simply add it to your current feed and mineral program. No processing, no shoot, no added stress. Remember to consult your veterinarian for assistance in the diagnosis, treatment, and control of parasitism. 
in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. What are you even talking about? News, sports, celebrity gossip, food. What, what does that mean? You know, they talk about normal stuff. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show on this Tuesday. Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard Rhino, safe and warm in the studio. It's really nice outside. I peeked out during the break. You feel a little twinge of spring in the air. Just a little bit. Just a little. You know it ain't over yet, though. Never is around here. Doesn't seem like it. No. But a whole heck of a lot better than last week. No question. So, going to try to... Cipher this deal again. Uh, I, I know it's, you know, you're taking away from, from one and you're adding to another, and that, that gets a little Well, I did a little simple little napkin math that right. I can share. Okay. Basically, if if you are making at that threshold or less, at that, that $50,000 a year threshold or that $100,000 a year for a couple yep. filing jointly, you're essentially by by getting rid of state income tax, you're getting a whole extra check. You're getting a a thirteenth check if you get a check every month, spread out over the rest of your paychecks. Yeah, that's the way the math works out. Well, it's exactly right. One way. So look at the the raw numbers, the values. If you're if you're earning that fifty thousand dollars, and thus none of your income is subject to income tax, that represents a savings of about twenty one hundred dollars. So keep in mind the three. We have three brackets in Mississippi: three percent, four percent, and five percent. The first five thousand dollars of income subject to three percent. The next five thousand subject to four percent, and all income over ten thousand that would be beyond the first two brackets of five and five is subject to five percent. The three percent bracket begun to phase out via. Law passed, I think, in 17, 16 or 17, Rhino, at the rate of 1% per year. So I think maybe in this year it's down to like 2%, if I'm not mistaken. The 4% bracket would remain intact, and the 5% bracket, of course, on all income over $10,000 is intact. Now, that's, of course, your income uh, that's subject to taxes after you take the personal exemption, meaning you reduce your your income, your taxable income, by the amount of the exemption uh, in Mississippi, and then you calculate your tax on the, the remaining figure. So that's why it works out to be a savings of about, about I think, $2,050 or so, if this were to go into place and the personal exemption were raised to $50,000. The current personal exemption in Mississippi is, is it like ninety five hundred? Do you? Let's see. We'll look that up. Let's see. Give me a second here. Um, I think I want to say it's um, yeah. Okay, the exemption six thousand dollars for single filers, and 
uh, $12,000 for those filing jointly. So what we're talking about... Yeah, I was confused about the extra 8000 for head of household a little tagged on there. I was trying to figure out where that fits in. Yeah, it's in the middle of the 6 and the 12. Yeah, exactly. But nonetheless, if, we, if this legislation were to be passed, that $6,000 personal exemption goes to 50. And the $12,000 for married individuals goes to 100, roughly. So all that essentially means is you take your W-2 income, let's say you make $50,000, and you subtract the personal exemption of $50,000, your taxable income is zero. Thus, when uh, the bill is being described as eliminating income tax for those making $50,000 or less, it's because that first $50,000 of income is exempt by virtue of reducing your taxable income by the exemption amount of $50,000. So, so if you make 60, you're now paying taxes on 10. If correct. you make 70, you're paying taxes on 20. If you, you make 75, it. you're paying taxes on 25. You got it. Thank you, Rhino. And so uh, I think one of our – yeah, Kevin on the road said, so if I make 60 a year, they hold out state tax and I pay more sales tax also. No, if you make 60000 a year, as Rhino suggested, and I texted him back, you're, you're only paying the uh, 5%, the current – Sales, uh, excuse me, income tax rate would be on that ten thousand dollars. Actually, it wouldn't even be five percent because it's ten thousand dollars. It would be less than that because you hadn't you haven't uh, eclipsed the ten thousand dollars threshold. That's assuming the brackets all stay the same, and I believe they do. I think all we're doing here is changing the exemption. Yeah, right. So yeah, so it would be subject to. 3% uh, while we still have it, but assume that's out of here, 4% of the $10,000, which is $400. So rather than paying $400 plus 5% on all the income over that when you make sixty grand, which which would be $3,000 on the $50,000 in, in excess, for a total of $3,400 a year, you're now paying $400 a year at the $60,000 level. But you're paying more for sales taxes. Except on groceries. Except on groceries, which you're paying less. Yeah. And this is why it's causing headaches. I know. So if you if you spent $50,000 of your $60,000, you're going to pay 2.5% more, which is $750 more. So you're saving $3,000. <laughs> Peter Gunn. Catch all that? Yeah, bumps us out. We'll come back with more. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. Last month's ride at the Capitol is the subject of a joint Senate hearing today with senators on two committees asking questions about security lapses. We are here today to better understand what was known in advance, what steps were taken to secure the Capitol, and what occurred that day. I appreciate the fact that we're starting this review by taking the politics out of it so we can get to the bottom of what happened. Minnesota Democrat Amy Klobuchar and Ohio Republican Rob Portman there. Today's four witnesses are the now former head of Capitol Police and House and Senate Sergeants-at-Arms and the acting head of Washington, D.C. Metro Police. Interior Secretary nominee Deb Holland tells senators at her confirmation hearing fossil fuels will still be used in America for years to come. I know how important oil and gas revenues are to critical services, but we must also recognize that the energy industry is innovating and our climate challenge must be addressed. Health and Human Services Secretary nominee Javier Becerra is also taking questions today. America's listening to Fox News. 
The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society. To get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety, just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Your body should be able to handle that first COVID shot relatively easily. Dr. Dan Edney with the Mississippi Coronavirus Task Force says it's the second shot, that booster shot, that'll cause more of an immune response. And if you've had COVID and you're getting vaccinated, you'll experience the most vigorous response. Be ready for those symptoms and be ready to, to treat them. The vast majority of people, though, do very well. I feel little to nothing, even with my booster shot. A Lee County man is dead following a stabbing by a recently released offender. Sheriff Jim Johnson says in 2018, the suspect, Maurice Agnew, cut a victim's throat, was arrested and sentenced to 20 years, but he only served two. We're not talking about a burglary. We're not talking about a drug rehab. We're not talking about some program that Mr. Agnew could have went to that would have possibly changed his demeanor in life. And if that's what the general public wants, then continue supporting criminal justice reform, and that's what you're going to have in our community. Hey, y'all know that Mississippians love the great outdoors, right? Well, the time has come to invest in the future of Mississippi's greatest asset, our natural resources. And we can do this now with the passage of House Bill 1231. This landmark legislation creates an outdoor stewardship trust fund by using proceeds from existing sporting goods sales without raising any taxes. The trust fund will improve outdoor recreation, protect clean water, and promote agriculture conservation efforts and forestry operations opportunities and preserve our natural resources for future generations. So if your passion is hunting whitetail bucks or fishing the coastal marsh for redfish and specks or just enjoying outdoors with family and friends, then we all realize the importance of preserving nature as the heartbeat issue affecting our quality of life. So call your state senator and Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman and ask them to vote for House Bill 1231 because Mississippians love the great outdoors. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. As our state emerges from the winter weather event, Northern District Transportation Commissioner John Caldwell says we have to learn from this. We're actually already beginning the after-action process and trying to determine what do we do right, what do we do wrong. You know, how can we better prepare for our equipment, our people, and, and the roads in the future? We don't know that this won't repeat itself. At one point, icy roads were reported in nearly every county across the state. A Mississippi company has been awarded a massive food service contract by the Pentagon. Merchants Food Service, a company from the capital city, will serve the Air Force, Army, Navy, and Coast Guard as the result of the four-year, $86 million contract. According to the Department of Defense, the contract will cover operations in both Mississippi and Louisiana. I'm Kelly Bennett, Super Talk Mississippi News.
Mississippians want a medical marijuana program supported by doctors and patients. That's why 74% of Mississippi voters approved Initiative 65, the Doctors and Patients Medical Marijuana Initiative. And it's why they voted down the Politicians Initiative that would have postponed medical marijuana here in Mississippi. Now, the politicians who oppose medical marijuana outright are up to some new tricks. The politicians in Jackson are trying to pass a fake medical marijuana bill. To thwart the will of Mississippians, they just won't learn. We passed medical marijuana last fall, so patients who suffer from debilitating medical conditions can stop suffering. It's the will of the people. Call your legislator, 601-359-3770. Tell them you want medical marijuana like you voted for. Not the politician's scheme to stop it. Patients who suffer can't wait. Paid for by Mississippians for Compassionate Care. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Just when you think you've heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. It's time. It's time to kickstart another hour of the JT Show. When you freaking ease. On with the show. Showtime. Now, here's more with JT on Super Talk Mississippi. Back on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, rocking right through hour one into hour two. Lots of questions, and there should be. It's um, I wish it were, I guess, just more straightforward. But when you have a situation where you're trying to eliminate one big source of revenue, that being income taxes, and you're trying to do it in such a way that it doesn't abruptly impact revenues needed to to just function the government and operate the government. It's uh, it, the approach here is to replace that revenue with taxes on consumption, a, another source, if you will. And and so, so you'll know, folks, the, I haven't looked at the latest numbers, but as of a couple of years ago, and it hasn't changed dramatically, when you look at the general fund budget and the sources of revenue going into the general fund of the state of Mississippi, and the, the distinction is, let's say the, the highway fund that is uh, primarily used for state roads and bridges, state infrastructure, that's funded mostly by fuel taxes. So the money that you pay at the pump goes directly to the Department of Transportation for that purpose. little different. That's not in the general fund. General fund, which uh, pays for education, Medicaid, corrections, those are the three big line items, frankly. The source of revenue into the general fund, which is just under, I think, last time I looked, $6 billion a year, the source of the revenue on the revenue side it mainly comes from income taxes and sales taxes. 
So the sales taxes actually exceed, as I recall, income taxes slightly. One is like 37-plus percent of total revenue, and the other is like 35 or so. But they're both in the $2 billion a year range. So you're really putting a hatchet to the income tax with this bill, and unless you put the same hatchet to the the outflows, the spending on education, on Medicaid, on corrections, and the rest of government, you have a shortfall. So the way to make up that shortfall, as is proposed by this bill, is to increase sales taxes. And I think the authors of the bill would submit that this puts our sales taxes more in line with the neighboring states. This is why one of our listeners texted in earlier said, I think it was Thomas, right, said Louisiana, Tennessee, Alabama love this. That's because it puts us more in line. I guess they feel like maybe, Rhino, they're losing business where folks cross the state line to pay less sales taxes on their purchases. I don't know how much that happens, honestly. But I think that's the theory, at least, behind why those states would come out in support of this bill. But that's so that's the way it's designed. And it's a and it's a phased in situation where you cut a little bit, you add a little bit, you see how that goes. This is the way I understand it from reading the bill. And then you you take stock, the Department of Revenue is ordered in the bill to analyze the changes in revenue and and whatever those changes are, if it increases as a result of the initial adjustments to sales tax and uh, income taxes, uh, then we increase the exemption. That's kind of the way it's designed. The exemption meaning to lower income taxes by cutting into more income at the higher, as you increase and sort of scale the income levels, the income strata. That's the way it's designed. It's just uh, we... We increase sales taxes, we decrease income taxes, we see, kind of see how that goes, and and if that results in uh, a revenue-neutral situation, no change. If it results in more revenues, then we increase the exemption, thus decreasing sales tax, excuse me, income tax. That's kind of the way it's designed. And there's some other triggers in there with respect to inflation adjustments. I'm sorry, it's convoluted, folks, doing our best to explain it to you. Uh, but And there was a question that's a very good one uh, from the 601 ceasefire tax line. What about people on fixed income such as Social Security, I think is what that's meant to say. They're paying higher sales tax, but they already don't pay any state income tax. It is correct that Mississippi exempts all form forms of retirement income from taxation. That includes Social Security benefits, income from an IRA, income from a 401k, or any sort of pension income. That's absolutely true. So it's a good question. I don't know the answer, but I've already sent questions to folks in the legislature, so you'll know to see if I can find out how I would that have would work. to presume the offset is in the, the decrease gro- in the, the grocery, grocery tax. tax. I agree with you. I think that's the theory, is that the, the folks uh, at that level on, on those income streams... Are, I mean, do you, do you look at the, the average purchase power of a retiree and what they spend their fixed income on, you would think that's a larger percentage of groceries than other goods. Agree. 
I totally for the agree. most part. I think you're right, especially when you consider that Social Security has a maximum benefit, and it's it's not that terribly much, so $3,500 or something, I think, is the number that comes to mind. But it's a good question, and appreciate that, and I've sent it off to try to see if I can get the answers. Uh, but but I think Rhino and I came to the same conclusion, which is uh, I think the the premise is you're probably spending more of your money on groceries. And even if you're not, the increase in sales tax versus the decrease of, of uh, grocery tax it kind of offsets, and you're, you're sort of no change, essentially. You're already not paying income taxes, so you already have that benefit. And by the way, that is often touted as uh, a feature of Mississippi's tax structure to attract retired folks. You come to Mississippi and no income taxes uh, on your retirement income. This bill, if it were completely phased in uh, over, I think, that uh, 10-year period of time would eliminate all income taxes. I think that's the objective. And so, yeah, one of my one of my friends in the legislature just texted back and says, well, my quick answer for that is that the cutting grocery tax is designed to help them. So they come to the same conclusion, and I think that's rational. Also, speaking of state revenue, got a question from Brian. Just asking for a friend, where's the lottery money going? Well... There was actually a report, I think it was yesterday, or maybe it was late last week, but as of January, so from July of 2020 to January, the lottery has handed over $75 million to the Roads and Bridges Fund. And if you remember, the first $80 million goes to Roads and Bridges, then the next $80 million goes to education, then anything after that gets put in general. Yeah, so they, they're they're about to hit that milestone of eighty million dollars for roads and bridges, and anything between now and July, end of the fiscal year or end of the year for them, we're going to see it go towards education. It, uh, specifically, the education enhancement fund, just Correct. so you'll know, which is a, a separate uh, established uh, pot of money that is earmarked for certain expenditures in the education environment. But you're absolutely right. And and so, I, being on the board, we our president is kind enough to send us a report once a week. I think I've talked about that before. And we get it usually Sunday morning. I typically have it when I get out of church. And it's uh, reports sales for the prior week, which ends the day before on Saturday. It's a Sunday through Saturday measurement period on a weekly basis. Sales. And uh, and then ultimately the amount that we send on a monthly basis that did we're scheduled to send to the state, we send that I think by the twentieth or twenty first of each month following uh, the month for the month that it, the money was raised and earned. Yeah, the month of January was blowout. I think like twenty six, twenty seven million. Yeah, it's twenty. Yeah, it's above twenty five, right in that neighborhood. On average, it's nine, nine and a half. And and that's because we had the big jackpots and the mega millions and Powerball. So the the good news there is that the lottery has almost hit its eighty million dollar threshold, annual threshold, as you indicated, and that's just through January. So we got five months remaining in the fiscal year, and sometime during the month of February, we'll cross over from maxing out the eighty million of the state highway fund. We'll start sending money. The treasurer will, actually. We send all over the treasurer, and the treasurer then deposits into the, the appropriate funds. We'll go to that education enhancement fund. 
I'm sorry, Chris from Oxford. He said, Jesus, y'all stop. I feel like I'm back in Econ 101. <laughs> sorry about that. Just trying to inform and, and hopefully unpack the details of this tax bill. It's a big one, folks, and, and it's uh, it's coming down the pike, and we need to try to understand it. We'll be back. Stay with us. I'm just doing my job. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts. Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, roto Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter. 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter. That's the name. And away goes troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com New Care MD is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. For health care the way it should be, visit NewCareMD.com. That's NewCareMD.com. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Jackson area attorneys online at CordellCordell.com. Office in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Free background information available upon request. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. JT and Rhino. Have you been exposed to any type of radioactivity? This is The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. (laughs) 
for being with us today on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. That's some upbeat music. It corresponds with the weather. It's crazy because if you think about last week and that weather, the week before was kind of like it. So it's like sandwiched between a bad patch of weather between two good... Uh, it's been a roller coaster of mercury. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's a good way to put it. So Darren in Jackson says, why tax income anyway? Tax consumption, exclamation point. You punish people for making money. I think that's the idea, Darren. I mean, the the conservative approach to this, I think, is consistent with that viewpoint. And this has been something that the speaker I know has wanted to do for some time. And when Tate announced that he was on board with it, I think that that gave it some, some traction and some needed boost, thinking that, hey, if we we put this thing together, we can get it in the Senate, hopefully come up with something everybody can agree to, send it to the governor and get it done. He says, what about medication? I don't see that there's any change to calling for a tax on prescription drugs. I couldn't find that uh, in the bill, and that's like at a cursory glance, just kind of thumbing through it, and I think that would be the case. And that would go forward. I did a couple control F's for just buzzwords like prescription or or medication or medicine. I didn't see anything. I, I did same. So I think we came to the same conclusion there. There is a good point from the ceasefire text line from David on the res. He says, in order to provide the services that everyone demands, the state must have revenue. Given a choice, I would prefer to see that revenue raised by means of sales tax. Not everyone pays income tax, but everyone pays sales tax. Yeah, and th- and this has been... Which is the, the use tax idea. Exactly. And this has been kind of a mainstay, I think, in the libertarian circles for some time, Rhino, that they have always advocated for taxing consumption versus income. Uh, and, you know, this whole fair tax doctrine, that's pretty much how it's designed. The, the challenge with it is that it's considered regressive, meaning that if you're going to increase consumption taxes, let's look at the federal level. So if the federal level right now, just to get on the chart where you start paying any income taxes, when you consider all the exemptions and the credits, and now they want to increase that even more, you've got to make a decent amount of money, a fair amount of money. I think above the median household income, just to send any taxes to Uncle Sam. We already know that some half of the country of taxpayers, half of the taxpayers, pay nothing in income tax. So the idea is, well, if you got rid of the income tax at the federal level, talking about federal now, and you replace that with the fair tax, which would which would effectively increase sales taxes, it would be regressive in that well, I'm not paying any income taxes now to the federal government, but I'm going to start paying more taxes in the form of a federal tax uh, on consumption. Those in, in the lower income brackets just got a tax increase. And that's what why that's found objectionable to the left. David is right that in that case, everybody's got some skin in the game because they're all consuming. I mean, at that point, you are also collecting taxes from people outside of the law. 
I mean, the illegals, the, the dope guy down the road Correct. having to buy baggies for his dope, he's got to pay tax on those baggies. Exactly. You're right about that. Ricky, I mean, and that's that's part of the reason for conversion. To, the only way you could tax the black market. It's exactly right. And then there's questions somebody sent us about, well, you know, you'll see maybe an increase in the use of uh, in cash transactions that cannot be traced and thus taxed. And there's a fair amount of that in the economy. And, you know, you could argue if that, that were taxed, you could lower the income taxes. Because you would capture more revenue. I also saw a report. That's what the feds are looking at cryptocurrency about. That's exactly right. That's the concern. And they're also, by the way, they're boosting the resources at the IRS to go after the high-income earners. They think they're getting away with too much in the form of preparation and returning their taxes. So uh, that's all we need. More IRS goons out there chasing us. Well, I mean, think about it. If you got a... If you you have a thumb drive with a bunch of ones and zeros on it that equate to half a million dollars, how do you really pay taxes on those ones and zeros from that thumb drive? Yes, yeah, problem. I tell it's. I agree. I don't. Do I, you want to pay taxes on it? Is that the reason you got those ones and zeros? And you know, this is it's a great example of what I have uh, warned about for years and and just speaking and so forth that the government is just not able to keep up with technology and things are going to challenge our government not only in lawmaking but our courts stuff just keeps coming up that's never been considered before and and our legacy law is just not designed around accommodating that and it's it's happening it's happening now to a great extent you could say the pandemic exposed a lot of those holes and those weaknesses. And folks all of a sudden had this newfound emergency power. And I'm telling you, Americans aren't going to do this again. If I mean, there are communication again, laws built around chain letters. When's the last time you got a chain yeah, letter? It's nuts. But yet we've got nothing to account for this gigantic explosion of cryptocurrency. Yeah, exactly. Ricky and Jackson says, can I give you my income tax and let you fill the forms out Cars at twenty thousand dollars. Cause I think maybe is what he's saying at twenty thousand dollars. I'm having to pay about twenty five hundred in taxes. Yeah. So you you I assume that Ricky, you're talking about federal income taxes, and and so sounds a little high that because the exemption for a personal exemption for an individual is about twelve thousand bucks. So that means you'd have about eight thousand dollars of taxable income. And I think it, at the first bracket, that would amount to about 800 bucks of taxes. So I'm not sure what's going on there while you're paying $2,500. That is 12.5% of your $20,000 of gross income. Now, maybe you're suggesting, uh, Ricky, that $20,000 is your adjusted gross income and thus your taxable income and not your gross wage. So I, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't mean to get all into the wonky stuff on that. and I just don't know the details. But I'm telling you, I, based on publications from the United States Treasury, the IRS, which is part of the Treasury, you can go look it up if you want to dig through all the gazillions of documents. Uh, I've done this, that half this country, 47%, I think is the last number I, I looked at, are not subject to, they don't, they're not sending any income taxes. And 
when you consider the earned income tax credit, the child tax credit, if you have children, of course, the child and dependent care credit, and they're wanting to increase all those credits. Talked about that the other day, and which, by the way, the, the House is scheduled to take up and vote on this $1.9 trillion stimulus bill that's just laden with all kinds of non-COVID-related pet projects from the left. So any truth that Mississippi will raise the gas tax to pay for fixing roads? That's from Josh from Laurel on the C Spire text line. There is a bill that is being batted around in the House of Representatives, uh, also authored by Representative Trey Lamar. And he's got, I think, Representative Bounds, if I'm not mistaken, and maybe Ken Kay. I can't remember. A couple of them are involved in that. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I'll let you know, folks, I texted back and forth with uh, Secretary of State Michael Watson this morning on this, and then Rhino and I discussed this before we came on the air. So this bill that pertains to an increase in the gas tax would – refer the measure to the people, I believe, as a referendum. I'm still trying to make sure on this, but I did learn from Watson, uh, Secretary Watson this morning, I texted back and forth with him, the legislature can refer a constitutional amendment to the ballot. I don't think in Mississippi, I'm still convinced, that there's not a procedure to change statutory law, no. Establish or change statute at the ballot box, whether it comes from the legislature or citizen-initiated ballot measure. Think about Initiative 65 that we just had, 65 versus 65A, and so what our law says is if the citizens collect enough signatures, as they did with 65, which pertains to legalizing medical marijuana, that if that... If the citizens get enough signatures, and that makes it it's all valid, makes its way to the ballot, the legislature has the option, in accordance with our law, of offering an alternative. That's where 65A came from. In either case, whichever passed, they would become constitutional amendments, such as the flag, 2001. We'll talk about that when we come back. Stay with us. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabbs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabbs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabbs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. Hi, Eddie Schultz here with MGT Films. With some great news for businesses and homeowners here in the metro trying to balance utility bills and save money. 3M Window Films give your single and double pane windows low E glass like savings. 3M Window Films stop heat in the summer and maintain warmth in the cold winter. If you own a building or a home, you don't have to choose between comfort and savings anymore. For free estimates, contact MGT Films at 601-707-5596 or online at mgtfilms.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Your body should be able to handle that first COVID shot relatively easily. Dr. Dan Edney with the Mississippi Coronavirus Task Force says it's the second shot, that booster shot, that'll cause more of an immune response. And if you've had COVID and you're getting vaccinated, you'll experience the most vigorous response. Be ready for those symptoms and be ready to to treat them. The vast majority of people, though, do very well. I feel little to nothing, even with my booster shot. A Lee County man is dead following a stabbing by a recently released least offender. Sheriff Jim Johnson says in 2018, the suspect, Maurice Agnew, cut a victim's throat, was arrested and sentenced to 20 years, but he only served two. We're not talking about a burglary. We're not talking about a drug rehab. We're not talking about some program that Mr. Agnew could have went to that would have possibly changed his demeanor in life. And if that's what the general public wants, then continue supporting criminal justice reform, and that's what you're going to have in our community. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is Will Primo. I've spent my life outdoors and even made a career out of it. I've learned valuable lessons from being in God's great outdoors. Lessons like how much the health of our natural resources adds to all our lives. 
I hope you'll join me in supporting House Bill 1231. Your support gives us all a better place to call home and protects our natural resources for future generations. Please call your legislature and Lieutenant Governor Hosey and ask them to support House Bill 1231. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. T-Show. Wow! I know, I'm so pumped. It's such a great program. The JT Show with JT and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life that's like perfect. Give us a call, 888-808-8637. The Super Talk call line is open. Boy, are we. Oh, boy. So, Ricky and Jackson a minute ago, Rhino said, can I give you my income tax? With the twenty thousand dollars and paying twenty five hundred, on the break I, I went and did a quick extrapolation. And if you assuming Ricky that you're single, don't have any children, you're not over sixty five, uh, not disabled, I took all that into consideration. Your tax on twenty thousand dollars would be seven hundred sixty dollars. I said eight hundred, seven hundred sixty bucks. So uh, not sure what's going on there. Don't don't want to be. Uh, Giving out tax advice here, that's not my gig. I do understand it pretty well, but uh, not how would I do. So seek tax counseling from professionals on they that. They seem to be giving it away nowadays. That's, yeah. a, that's a selling feature of using their services. We got we got tax pros for free. For free. It is incredible when you think about that, how we've mechanized that. Uh, that industry is a big one. And so, you know, that's... Well, I mean, there was that big boom in accounting majors in colleges, and got to have something for them to do. <laughs> yeah, and I was one of them. Uh, and I started out in marketing. My wife was in that I met before we were married in college, in accounting class, by the way, when she was majoring in accounting, and she switched over to marketing, and I switched to accounting. Oh, well, that's I digress. Johnny Dessler, Oxford. How does Delaware budget without any sales tax or, I think, income tax? Why can't Mississippi start toll booths or change all the 18-wheelers using our highways? So, uh, saw, saw you sent that in, Johnny, uh, when we went to break there. And so I went and looked it up on the Delaware uh, income, excuse me, the De- Delaware Department of Revenue, Division of Revenue, they actually do have a, an income tax. It's a graduated, like all most tax uh, taxes are, uh, income taxes, ranging from 2.2% 2. 2 
to 5.5% on income under 60000 and then it goes up to 6.6% on income over uh, sixty. In addition, if you live in the city of Wilmington, which I believe is the capital, it's where Joe's from, right? And it's pretty much where everybody in Delaware lives, because Delaware ain't that big. So it also has an income tax of 1.25%. It is true, however, that Delaware does not have a sales tax. So they derive the majority of their revenue from income taxes. They also have outrageous property taxes. And I don't know, folks, if you've ever... Dover is the capital of Delaware. Okay, you're right. The second largest city in the U.S. state of Delaware. Okay, so Wilmington is the largest, I believe. Correct. And that's where Joe's from, right? Yes. Yeah, it's his home. And it's... Of course, Delaware isn't that big, but is it closer to the Pennsylvania border, Wilmington, on a, on a map? I, I was just thinking maybe because Joe talks about growing up Scranton, and uh, but he, yes, it is. Yeah. It is the uh, pretty much the northernmost metro area in Delaware. Makes sense. So, uh, you know, if you've ever looked at property taxes in some of those deep blue states. If you look at any real estate listings, say for New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, uh, Massachusetts, where property taxes are insane, the amount of annual taxes levied on the property always listed with the, the ad for the property. Because it's not only is it a material amount that is going to be considered in the sales slash purchase of the home, it's usually more than the mortgage. So if three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar house in some parts of New York, it's twenty five grand a year for taxes. I'm not sure there's a residence in Mississippi that is taxed at twenty five thousand dollars. We may have one that hits that amount, but I could tell you a, a two million dollar so residence is. Well, I don't think residents, so. but maybe strips of land. Yeah, that could be sure. That could be, but that, you're not. I'm not talking about ads for selling strips of parcels. I'm talking about right. ads for like you're just normal family, you know, house three, four hundred grand, and you look and it's like what thirty thousand dollars of property tax. Uh, Paula Meridian says I don't want to lose my home over property tax. You certainly could. If you had that kind of tax bill, of course, you know, that's all escrowed. And you, unless you put enough down and you're able to persuade your mortgage company, you don't want uh, taxes withheld and you'll pay those directly. Mailman Clayton on the ceasefire text line asks, where's the Sudafed bill? <laughs> I just checked the one that I'm following now, House Bill 479, yeah. is over in the Senate. It passed the House okay. with 118 to 1 vote, and it has been referred to the Senate Drug Policy Committee and the Senate Judd B. Committee. So it's double referred, but still getting a little bit of traction. I think that's good. I, I think you should be able to buy Sudafed. 888-808-8637. Give us a call. Paul also said just legalize and tax marijuana. That can go to the roads. By the way, I think the governor of the great state of uh, New Jersey, 
signing into law today, if I'm not mistaken, the legalization of recreational pot going going in today. Loretta in West Point, yeah, got it. Thank you, Loretta, that Dover is capital. I just had a little brain hole there for a second. Uh, let's see. Daniel from Shannon says, planting veggies in the greenhouse to pay taxes to sell. I should just plant weed and pay no taxes. Still fees. And it's still, look, you still got to pay taxes on the income, Daniel. The, the tax, your, uh, the sale of marijuana, I think, the, the sale of it is still subject to income tax we're talking about here. That's different than sales taxes. Let's see. So I think Brett Favre has higher than 25K in taxes at his Lamar County residence. That's Charles and Summerall. Yeah, you could be right there, Charles. I didn't think about that. But I bet, I'm just betting that's because his property, I don't know this for sure. I don't know where Brett lives. Is on a, uh, his house sits on a big piece of land, and that adds to the value of it. So kind of like what Rhino said. Carolyn Stark, boy, that's a good point. I'm wondering what this winter storm cost the state. You can already see the road damage, not to mention other repairs. Yeah, I, I, I think that's true. I, I noticed at the local level, too, lots of vehicles out and about in, in my patch collecting the limbs and, work, and, and other debris and working to clean the place up. We very much appreciate that. Uh yeah, thought of the day from Kevin and Newton. This time of day, just one week ago, everything you could see was covered in ice. Right now it's 70. Welcome to Mississippi winter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any true? Yeah, we talked about the gas tax. Still trying to, to figure that out. Wanted to make sure. I, I'm, I'm fairly certain it is structured as a referendum that would just be instructional, if you will. Meaning that just like the 2001 flag vote, even though voters overwhelmingly voted at the polls to to retain the existing flag that was in 2001 that really didn't it didn't amend the constitution as ballot measures do it was just information it's almost like a poll and legislators did not act in any way there's nothing to do at that point so I think that's the way this would work as well, that being the bill that Representative Lamar has drafted that gives voters the option of approving or disapproving a, a sale, excuse me, a um, tax on fuel. So I couldn't see in the bill, Rhino, and I've, I've got texts in again to folks in the legislature, Secretary of State Watson, I couldn't see in the bill that this is structured as a constitutional amendment, meaning if it goes to the ballot and voters vote for it, it would amend the Constitution. I think that is only limited to initiatives started by the people. It's, it's not. I talked to Watson. This, really? I thought so as well. I, I point blank directly asked Watson to that. He says, no, the legislature can refer measures as well, even without one initiated by the public. Well, what I mean is it. I think it's limited to the Constitution, changing the Constitution, if it's started by the people. He says it's I not. I think the, the legislature can put it to the people in another way. He says, he's what he said, yes, they can. Constitution can be amended by initiative from the people and via legislative act placing it on the ballot. That's Watson. So I thought so as well, what you said, and that's why I texted him this morning for clarification. 
He's traveling today, he told me, up in the Delta. So he hasn't answered my question about Trey's bill on the gas tax. And maybe those guys are listening and they'll let us know. But I'm interested to know how that works as well. We'll come back with a final segment, Hour 2 on the JT Show. Stay with us. With the extreme winter weather that we've had all across Mississippi recently, the blood supply is very low. And now it's critical that Mississippi Blood Services gets more blood on the shelves to ensure that we have what Mississippi patients need. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school. I love you. Bye, Mom. Or taking it off-road and uphill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The USDA will shift its definition of agricultural products in terms of U.S. export data in the January 2021 trade data to be released on March the 5th. The change will adopt the WTO definition of agricultural products to include ethanol, distilled spirits, and tobacco products. Those products are not currently considered ag products under the USDA's current definition. The change will put the USDA numbers on agricultural products in line with the Office of the U.S. Trade Representative. USDA's Foreign Agricultural Service is updating its historical data sets for the March 5th change and said it would make data available under both definitions in its Global Agricultural Trade System database. I'm Dixon Williams, and this it's the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. The 2021 Honda Pioneer lineup is here to make light work of the job and add a heavy dose of fun to your day off. Every Pioneer side by side is stock full of smart technology, responsive power, and Honda's hallmark of engineering excellence. The only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection, always wear your seatbelt, and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneers are for drivers 16 years and older. Winter break is coming to an end for cattle parasites. So start your parasite fight now. 
With Safeguard Feed Formulations, keeping up that fight is easier than ever. Available in blocks, cubes, pellets, or free choice mineral, Safeguard Feed Formulations are the convenient, labor-saving way to deworm cattle on grass. Simply add it to your current feed and mineral program. No processing, no shoot, no added stress. Remember to consult your veterinarian for assistance in the diagnosis, treatment, and control of parasitism. Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. JT Show. Oh, oh boy, that's rotten. With JT and Rhino. Let's do it. On Super Talk Mississippi. One, two, three, four. <laughs> One, two. The Beatles bumping us into this segment. That was by request. Rhino obliges. Taxman. I think that's on the the Revolver album. Is that right? I think so. Right before Eleanor Rigby, as I recall. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, boy. Um, so, uh, Dan and Tate County. Sorry, folks. Text going on, emails, trying to get everything. But we're good. I believe everyone should pay taxes except the elderly. I'm tired of supporting deadbeats. You, you know, I can tell you, I, I hear you, Dan. What, uh, so, what the left argues. I've, I've witnessed this right here in our state. They pay sales taxes. They pay fuel taxes. They pay Social Security and Medicare taxes, even though that is uh, theoretically for their ultimate retirement and health care at, at that point. That, that's the retort that you get. And on that basis, they believe that that is sufficient for them to be having skin in the game, shall we say. I've seen the argument before that we should expand Medicaid and that a person is entitled to Medicaid because they pay sales taxes. I have seen that argument made. Because a person that's receiving Medicaid, based on their income, they're not paying any income taxes. In fact, for the most part, they're receiving money back from the Treasury. I don't mean a refund as in an overpayment. I mean you sent nothing to the government, and at the end of the year when you file your tax return, they send you a check. That is uh, a rather prodigious situation in this country that a lot of people don't are not aware of, in, including illegals who file tax returns. And because they steal Social Security numbers, and they file tax returns, and they get and they file it in such a way that they qualify for all these various credits. Refundable credits is what they're called. A refundable credit just means that even if you don't have a tax 
liability. You owe no tax after you compute your taxes. You still get money back. A non-refundable credit simply means that whatever the amount of that credit is is applied to the amount you owe to reduce it, and you send the net. But you have to owe something to use a non-refundable credit. In the case of a refundable credit, you don't have to owe anything. It's just wealth redistribution. It's just, here's a check, you file a tax return, and a check is sent your way. So, um, anyhow, so Watson, I appreciate him. He just texted me back about this this uh, bill, uh, excuse me, Representative Trey Lamar has to increase fuel taxes. He said, well, in my mind, it's kind of like the flag referendum. That would be the 2001. As I understand it now, the gas tax has a trigger in that it kicks in if the referendum passes. Okay, so that makes sense. So you could uh, design the bill that way. According to the way I read the bill, it's set up so that the gas tax will either increase or decrease based on the rate of inflation, and it's a percentage set on the rate of inflation from the Department of Labor and Statistics. And it goes to a vote every single time, whether it's increased or decreased. Right. It's an up and down, yes or no vote. And if it is voted yes, then the increase or decrease takes effect. An up or down vote by whom? By the people. So an, another ballot measure. Correct. Measure. So, but I think what Secretary Watson's saying, the way I interpret his uh, text to me here, is that if this, this bill goes... Trey, Representative Lamar's bill, goes to the ballot. If the people approve it, then there's a provision in the bill that would require the legislature to enact legislation based on the approval. So it's not like the flag referendum in that I don't think that had such a provision that would have required the legislature to do anything from a legislative perspective. It was just information, if you will, is kind of the way I describe it. But in this case, according to what I'm seeing from Secretary Watson's sent, the provision embedded in the bill would say, hey, if the people vote yes for this gas tax increase, then we are going, we are compelled as the legislative body to enact legislation, and it would be signed by the governor to put that increase into effect. And what you're saying, Rhino, is before any adjustments could be made to it based on inflationary changes, got to go back to the people. Yes. Got it. Hopefully that explains it, folks. Appreciate Secretary Watson for clarifying that for us. Wow, it's noon already with Cotton Eye Joe bumping us out. We got Super Talk News, Fox News. We got more talk. And then we've got, uh, I think, Public Safety Commissioner 1137. No, excuse me, at 12 o'clock. Yeah, after the break. Sean Tindall will be joining us. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. Fox News. 
I'm Chris Foster. Today's the first Senate hearing about the riot at the Capitol building last month. There are differing accounts of discussions about whether to bring in the National Guard. Former U.S. Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund claims former House Sergeant-at-Arms Paul Irving was concerned about the optics of heavy law enforcement. Irving says that's not true, that the National Guard was not called in because the intelligence didn't warrant taking that step. Fox's Rachel Sutherland. Two more of President Biden's cabinet nominees have Senate confirmation hearings today. I'm humbled by the task. And I'm ready for it. Some Republicans say California Attorney General Javier Becerra is unqualified and too liberal to serve as Health and Human Services Secretary. New Mexico House Democrat Deb Holland is the president's pick to run the Interior Department. Fossil energy does and will continue to play a major role in America for years to come. But she says energy companies are innovating and climate change must be addressed. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As vaccination sites start to reopen following last week's interruptions, the Department of Health is... Saving you money, I'm Hillary Barsky. Stockpiling has become something of a national pastime during the coronavirus pandemic, but that behavior could cost you financially. Many Americans are overspending and tumbling into debt, according to LendingTree. And now consumers say they're spending double the amount they did during the pandemic spring wave. Financial experts advise shoppers to take a few steps to avoid overspending or getting into a financial hole. And you can start by making a budget. And the end of the year is the best time to start the process if you haven't already begun. And before you go out shopping for items, make sure you prepare a list as you head to the store. Don't get caught up buying items because they're scarce or other people are grabbing them off the shelves. Check what you already have on hand and stick to your list. Financial experts note that building or rebuilding your emergency fund shouldn't be sacrificed for the sake of stockpiling. Saving you money, Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Passage of House Bill 1231. This landmark legislation creates an outdoor stewardship trust fund by using proceeds from existing sporting goods sales without raising any taxes. The trust fund will improve outdoor recreation, protect clean water, and promote agriculture conservation efforts and forestry opportunities and preserve our natural resources for future generations. So if your passion is hunting whitetail bucks or fishing the coastal marsh for redfish and specks or just enjoying the outdoors with family and friends, then we all realize the importance of preserving nature as the heartbeat issue affecting our quality of life. So call your state senator and Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman and ask them to vote for House Bill 1231 because Mississippians love the great outdoors. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. 
Hurricane Seda struck the Gulf Coast last October, but there's still recovery assistance available. This is the final week for residents of George Green, Hancock, Harrison, Jackson, and Stone Counties to apply for individual assistance. You can sign up online at disasterassistance.gov or download the free FEMA app to apply. Last week's winter storms are responsible for another death. Pearl Deckard, a 66-year-old from Warren County, flipped on the ice outside her home Sunday morning but wasn't discovered for hours. Temperatures were well below freezing. Authorities say prolonged exposure to the cold and the effects of hypothermia led to her death. And now there's a fire threat. The National Weather Service in Jackson says limited fire danger conditions are present across the southeast. Be extra careful if you're burning debris. I'm Kelly Bennett, Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippians want a medical marijuana program supported by doctors and patients. That's why 74% of Mississippi voters approved Initiative 65. The Doctors and Patients Medical Marijuana Initiative. And it's why they voted down the Politicians Initiative that would have postponed medical marijuana here in Mississippi. Now, the politicians who oppose medical marijuana outright are up to some new tricks. The politicians in Jackson are trying to pass a fake medical marijuana bill to thwart the will of Mississippians. They just won't learn. We passed medical marijuana last fall so patients who suffer from debilitating medical conditions can stop suffering. It's the will of the people. Call your legislator, 601-359-3770. Tell them you want medical marijuana like you voted for. Not the politician's scheme to stop it. Patients who suffer can't wait. Paid for by Mississippians for Compassionate Care. Gallo here, back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. with all the news, weather, traffic, and info you need to start your day in the Jackson metro area. Right now, more of the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Real talk for real Mississippians. Now, here's your host, JT. JT. Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show. Hour three now in the afternoon, uh, we are just cruising right through it here, Rhino. In the studio now, the commissioner of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety, Sean Tindall. Good afternoon, Sean. Good afternoon. How y'all doing today? Well, now that we're able to navigate on a little asphalt and concrete, we're a lot dead gum better than we were last week and i know for you guys it was all hands on deck had colonel ginn uh on the air with us sharing uh is his information and and so good about that and uh, of course major paulus uh always a fantastic guest and wanted to pass that on to you as well yeah. what great representatives they are they for really the state are. of mississippi as there as are all of our state troopers yeah no they they did a great job last week uh, i was super proud of the effort um all our troopers put out across the state i mean it it's really such a unique event that we had where the entire state was frozen over and then you get to the northern part of the state and it's five straight days of freezing weather and um and and terrible road conditions and, and mhp and, and law enforcement across the state really stepped up and, and did a great job 
uh, with our communities and, and our statewide roads and, and trying to keep people safe. I mean, it was a very, very, very dangerous situation. And, and I couldn't be prouder of the colonel and, and Major Polis and, and, and those troopers out there that were doing 24-hour shifts on the road to Amazing. make sure that, that people were you know not getting in peril when they were there. Yeah. So I got to ask you, are is are all they okay? Are all did the troopers fare well? Did you have any accidents? We don't ever talk about that. You know, we're always focused on the motorists, uh, the private motorists. But what about the troopers? You know, the troopers did real well. I think we had a couple of slip and falls, as, you, as you're going to have on ice. Uh, there was no uh, major wrecks with any of the vehicles. There was a little bit of slipping and sliding on the vehicles. But I, I will say, uh, through the trooper school and and, and continuing training, uh, and the all wheel drive vehicles that we have, some of them in, they're they're really prepared for those situations, and, and, and they do a great job. Well, let's hope we're done with uh, floods and hurricanes, <laughs> tornadoes, and, and uh, the like. It seemed like a lot of that's been packed into a compressed period of time on top of the pandemic and everything else. Uh, well, you know, it's interesting. Of course, you and I were just talking about baseball season starting up, and, and yeah. it was about a year ago we were supposed to start our uh, league season in Gulfport, and I was all excited about opening day. and. Boom, pandemic hits, everything shut down, kids are out of school, and we're really coming up on a year anniversary of that. And you think about it, what a year it's been uh, dealing with the pandemic, dealing with the elections, dealing with hurricanes. Now the winter storm of all winter storms uh, hit, hits the south. I mean, it's uh, it's been quite a year. Yep. So I was hoping 2021 would be that line of demarcation, but <laughs> may, maybe it'll be from the start of COVID a year and, and things will start turning. I'm going to remain optimistic that that is the case. Uh, also wanted to ask you about this Mardi Gras parade you guys said. We just had Mardi Gras last week. Right? Yeah, well, you know, it was supposed to be last week. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be on Tuesday, and we were going to do a big uh, uh, Mardi Gras parade for the Children's Hospital, which is right next to us at the DPS head- headquarters. And we had lined up all kinds of statewide elected officials, the uh, lieutenant governor and, and the speaker and uh, the attorney general and Secretary Watson. And uh, really all the statewide uh, elected officials were going to partake. And then the weather was so bad and other things obviously took priority. We pushed it back a week. And, you know, it's it, – look, it might not have worked out that day, but it's never too late to put a smile on the face of children, and especially when you've got kids in that children's hospital that are dealing with some of the most difficult situations anybody could deal with, much less a child. Uh, so we, we got all our uh, trooper vehicles together, turned the lights on, had the uh, the motorcycles, and, and loaded everybody up with beads and, and made around – Two or three times, and, and threw out some beads to the kids and moon pies, and wow. brought a little bit of blood, a little bit of the coast up here to Jackson. That's so cool. I think it's the first one, but we're going to get it bigger and bigger. And and look, we were super proud. We had uh, the first lady, uh, Ely Reeves, was uh, in, in the motorcade with us, and, and she she was sitting in the Mercedes throwing out beads. And then we had uh, Miss Mississippi. Uh, she joined us and, and did an excellent job. Got out and met with some of the children. And it's one thing for the boys; they see the the, the police officers and the blue lights, and, and some of the girls get excited about that. But when Miss Mississippi gets out, they're not paying any attention to troopers. That's Miss <laughs> Mississippi. So it, it, it was good to see the excitement in their eyes. Looking at the photos that uh, we are streaming on our live stream from the event, uh, seeing uh, First Lady Ely Reeves with uh, some of the children and. And the other folks and the troopers and, and you guys, it looks like a great event, a great time. Appreciate that. And, you know, that facility, that hospital is a treasure in yeah. this state. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, and somewhere where not only just kids from Mississippi, but kids from all over could come and get the treatment they need. And, and, and I can tell you, when we're riding by and you can see the kids lined up at the window waving at us and just the excitement in their eyes, um, you know, that's really what it's about, bringing a little bit of joy. Uh, back at Christmas, we did a toy drive over there, and, and, and that went well. And, of course, we, we put a big Santa on the top of the DPS building, and we want to make sure those kids get to see it. And when they look out from their windows, that they can see uh, Santa waving at them that's over awesome. the Christmas season so that's awesome because they frankly they get so little experiences like that that a child should have mm-hmm. and it uh, to rip your heart out i've i've toured it with um physician friends before just yeah. to show it and uh have, have tried to be as supportive as possible but it, and I think there's an expansion going on at the facility as well, right? A pretty sizable one, and that's what I understand. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and it really shows you what the demand is here for that for that type of facility. And um, you know, and again, super proud of the Sandersons who who contributed greatly to um, getting yep. getting the building done, and yep. and, um, and then the staff over there they're unbelievable. Um, when, when you go there, just the excitement on their face when they see the children excited. Uh, you can tell it's a profession of passion, yeah, and, and and it really makes a difference with those children and even my staff. I got to I got to give some kudos to uh, Chris Vines, who's our uh, public affairs and major polis. I mean, they just do a great job making sure we're out uh, showing folks what MHP and law enforcement in Mississippi. It's really community based, and and it reflects in some of the stuff that you saw last summer with with the protests that were out there. We're we're a law enforcement state, and and people appreciate what they're doing, and it's an opportunity for us to give back as well. What a contrast to some of the blue states which are indoctrinating children, school children, in the schools to believe that law enforcement are, are inherently bad people. And it's so crazy. And it, it that that doesn't rip my heart out. It makes me mad. No. It, it aggravates me. It angers me when I see it. Uh, but you, you saw a report last week where kindergartners and uh, I think it was in New York, of course, Crazyville, were, were drawing uh, little crayon-type pictures, instructed to do so, showing a police officer shooting a person. It, it's like, that's ridiculous. It's and, awful. And this is how we control that narrative. We go out in the public and we do these things and we encourage other law enforcement agencies across this great state. And I know they're doing it on the local level. I see it in my hometown and I'm sure everybody else sees it. Um, and so we're going to control that narrative and make sure that the the liberal media doesn't take that over and, and paint a bad light on law enforcement that just isn't there. Yeah, appreciate that. What? What bills are you guys focused on this session, Sean? Well, we've, we've got several bills that are floating around. Uh, some of them do with a little bit of re- restructuring uh, at, at the Department of Public Safety. Um, one of the things that I've uh, been trying to do is, is get us a, uh, a trooper school uh, that recognizes certified law enforcement so that we can we can shorten the school up a little bit, focus on the things that they need to be doing to be good troopers and not be having to teach them the same things they've already learned either through experience by go- or going by through the original academy. Uh, we've got some broad support for that. Um, we've got some language dealing with the medical examiner's office in the bill that, you know, we've had a lot of issues out at the crime lab and the yeah. ND's office and, and trying to get those things straight. Um, met with the coroner's associations. I've met with the sheriff's associations. I've met with the police chief's associations. Hmm. Been meeting with the pathology boards, trying to get everybody's buy-in to what we're trying to do. And, and we've had some really good success with that. So I, I feel good about the direction of those bills. We've got some things going on with driver's license services, trying to improve what we've already been improving upon. 
on trying to make it easier to get firearm permits, removing some of the red tape, if you will, uh, on those types of things. So uh, feel really good about where the bills are going. Um, we I think we've got some funding in place for a new trooper school, um, trying to get, get that going. Uh, we're supposed to start March 28th. Um, and we're excited about that class and, and, and feel like if we can get our trooper numbers where they they'll, they need to be and on a steady level, it'll help make Mississippi safer and, and uh, allow us to recruit annually if we can do an annual trooper school. Well, I was going to ask you, how are we doing recruiting-wise and, and uh, sort of backfilling the ranks there as we need? Well, and I can tell you, and just talking about you know the, the, the incident where they were giving first graders uh, the, these awful coloring books, yeah. um, you're seeing a lot of people just not want to get in law enforcement. And so recruitment has become much, much, much more difficult and something that we've got to be doing annually uh, in order to keep our numbers up. And and so um, we ended up with about 400 people that signed up. Uh, We've narrowed that down to 79 that are going to be admitted into the trooper school. Man, I just hate to see that. I hate to hear it. We've got to do our best to fight that that inaccurate stigmatism, frankly. They're just filling our, our kids' heads with all kinds of nonsense like that. Commissioner Sean Tindall, thanks so much for coming in today, Sean. Appreciate, Appreciate the it, opportunity. Appreciate you, you guys. You bet. We'll be back after a little bit more Beatles here from the Rhino. Stay with us. Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Hey guys, I'm Michael Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolton Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. As a minimalist, paying less for insurance is more. Nice place. Is your house a bubble? It's a dome. I find corners unnecessary. At Liberty Mutual, that's how we feel about overpaying for insurance. But I do miss having shelves. Hmm. What would you put on them? Nothing, obviously. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. 
The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you. I got my son back. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Hey, hey. Do you have an opinion on something you heard from JT or Rhino? Go ahead, grab your phone and text it to them. You can text at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. You might love as a man insane. You broke my wind, but what a thrill. Goodness, you're ready to balls of fire. I let the love fall Mississippi's own Jerry Lee Lewis there. Great balls of fire. I'm trying to find out. Oh, tax man. Sheila from Hattiesburg didn't didn't care for that one. (laughs) Well, the song is good. The message I object to. But I think it's fairly accurate, isn't it? One for you, 19 for me. (laughs) Oh, geez. Kevin in Monticello, by the way, Rhino, you see that, sent a photo of uh, a state trooper. He uh, looks like the state trooper had uh, posted uh, a photo of him with a blind, long-haired dachshund by McDonald's in Monticello and was calling for someone who might be the owner. And uh, Kevin says this is one of our local heroes, agree. And this is, again, shining the... uh, the light on the goodness of those folks, like any profession, there are good ones and there are bad ones, but overwhelmingly, these folks are good people, like I think most people in this country are. And we, we look at the actions of one who steps out of line and does something abhorrent, and we we profile the the entire group. It's, it's uh, really maddening, and they do it for per- personal political gain. That's even more maddening. Mo says, legislation by popular vote? We were formed as a representative republic to stop such nonsense. So, yeah, I hear you, Mose, but keep in mind, the bill itself doesn't establish, uh, it does not establish law or modify law if it were to pass the referendum that's talking about the gas tax. The way I understand it, it would compel the legislature to then enact law consistent with the measure. Can they 
renege on that? I don't know, honestly. That That's pretty complicated. But i got to tell you, I've seen folks come down on both sides of this rhino. There are some folks that say we should have the right and the ability to enact or modify law at the ballot box as citizens. And there's others that say, as Moses here, that no, those representatives we elect should do that. So I, I see both. And the one that comes to mind is California that's always got these propositions and referendums out uh, at the ballot box that allow citizens to, in fact, vote up or down on a measure that would enact or modify law, statute, not necessarily the Constitution, which is what um, our process allows. Which I think in the, if I'm not mistaken, in the ultimate form of irony, there was a resolution passed in California years back now to do away with printing paper explanations of the resolutions right. because it was bad for the environment. The environment. <laughs> do remember that one. Yeah. So the one I remember was Prop 13 was kind of what got legs in California. That's 30-something years ago that had to do with property taxes, as I recall. Kind of a, a, uh, a rejection of that, so to speak. Did y'all hear about the teen that got arrested in Texas for walking after dark? A question from Vicky in Clarksdale. Have not. I have seen the restaurant worker... I think in New York that was fired for not submitting to a vaccination. I think that I saw that floating around as a story a day or two ago, which is crazy. Jerry in Waynesboro says, I have a hybrid car and cost me $160 because I saved money, so I'm penalized by the state of Mississippi for smart moves. I think he would be referring to the fact that the hybrid vehicle consumes less fuel and thus pays would pay less in fuel taxes, and this is a way to capture that in lieu of. And that's a complicated thing that we're all going to have to deal with across this country is right now we're, we're paying fuel taxes at the pump, but if we convert to vehicles that do not consume fuel and are powered by electricity – that kind of throws a wrench in that revenue stream. Uh, yeah, that so that's something that's got to be dealt with, and I don't I haven't heard anybody put anything up yet to address it. On the 601 ceasefire text line, so I thought the lottery was supposed to be a lot for roads. Is this forum or local use? Is the lottery just for highways? Yeah, the, the first $80 million of net proceeds generated by the lottery corp in a fiscal year is transferred to the treasurer, state treasurer by law, and the treasurer deposits those first $80 million into the state highway fund. That does not address local uh, roads and bridges or, or county. It, it is specifically, just like within the scope of the Mississippi Department of Transportation, it's state. I would encourage you guys to go to the MDOT website, and maybe even be on the Lottery Corps website, but there's some information that it's a long list of projects that have been specifically funded 
by lottery proceeds since the lottery has been operating, and it's it's significant. Uh, so that I mean, the money is definitely going to where it is intended to go as part of that, and then the amount over that, as we said, goes to the Education Enhancement Fund. By the way, that's the model that stays in place for 10 years from the passing of the bill or the starting of generating revenue, I should say. After that, first $80 million goes to the uh, State Highway Fund, and the excess then goes to the General Fund, as opposed to the Education Enhancement Fund. Now the, the state, the legislature, can change that. You change it, uh, you know, by passing legislation, and the you know, can modify that that system. But that's the way it's set up, uh, certainly right now. Hopefully that explains. So Charles and Sumrall, you see this rhino? He went and dug up the the property tax information related to Brett Favre's property, and it turns out that Favre's this would be his residence. In Hattiesburg, it appears, based on the cost of land and the improvements, that would be the house itself, total value of uh, just over $3 million. And the tax on that uh, in, this would be Lamar County, right outside of Hattiesburg, the tax on that is, let's see, thirty, just under $38,000, 19 for county, 18 for school. That seems like I don't. I haven't checked the millage in Lamar County. That seems a little high. I'm familiar with with Madison, where I live. That seems a little high. Frankly, we got one example of a twenty five thousand dollar tax oh. lien on a house, or not lien, but tax yeah. bill on a house. Yeah, one. Although that also includes what four hundred acres. <laughs> no, it it says the land's only one hundred seven grand. That was oh, the deal. Okay. Yeah, and that, I had same uh, same sort of reaction, but nonetheless. There ain't many. I mean, there are not many Brett Favre's that have $3 million houses. True. So and the only point I'm trying to make is that bill you saw right there, that's a $400,000 house in New York. That's the difference. It, one that is that is valued at less than a sixth of that one. Uh, just, just to contrast, you know, kind of how that all floats out. Yeah, Paul makes a good uh, point here, Rhino. Paul from Macomb on the ceasefire text line. If you don't like the cops, next time you're in danger, call a mugger or a rapist to help you. Yeah, I did some digging on the the arrest for walking home. Uh, 18-year-old was charged with pedestrian in the roadway, which is a misdemeanor, after police were called to reports of a welfare con- welfare concern call. Caller stated, male subject wearing a short sleeve shirt and shorts walking down the neighborhood street and stumbling. Well, it's iced over, snowed over, cold out, and somebody's in short sleeve and shorts. The police show up to check on them. There's a man walking down the street with a short sleeve shirt and long pants on. They roll up and ask him, hey, are you okay? Are you headed home? Need a lift? And from there, belligerence on both parts winds up with the guy being detained. He's not being charged with anything, so I don't really see what all the hoopla is about. Yeah. You gotta ride home in the cold. Yeah. And he would have had a better night if he hadn't been a jerk to the cops. Uh, just uh, trying to make sure he's alright. I certainly don't... I can't put that in the category of police brutality, no. shall we say. Or institutional racism or any of that kind of garbage, which are... Those are always the knocks that are hurled at uh, the police, the law enforcement in general, so... Here comes the sun.
That would be the great George Harrison bumping us out of this segment. We'll be back with more on the JT Show. Stay with us. You know, when reality sets in and you hear those words, we're moving, creates lots of emotions. Gallo here, been there, done that. No matter the reasons, you want two things, don't you? Sell it for the highest price and sell it as fast as possible. Lee Garland, the Garland Group of EXP Realty, they've got it down to a science of success. From professional agents with thousands of active buyers to a Garland Group guarantee to sell your home quickly and for the top dollar. Just ask Bob and Sharon who heard the words, we're moving. They called and the Garland Group of EXP Realty went to work with an explosive marketing campaign, including a professionally produced virtual tour. Their home sold in just days and for $2,500 over the list price. Lee Garland gives you the options like instant cash offer with no showings, no repairs or hassles, just cash. So after you utter the words, we're moving, call my friend Lee Garland on the Garland Group of EXP Realty. 601-983-1130. And check them out online at LeeWillBuyIt.com. That's LeeWillBuyIt.com. Get ready, Greater Jackson area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show, is coming for two big days at the Mississippi Coliseum. Saturday, 9 till 5, Sunday, 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers tables available, full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, the big show is for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission is just $9 for adults and $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got guns to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them. Instant background checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show. Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 5 at the Mississippi Coliseum. Take the high street exit off I-55 and follow the signs to exercise your right to keep and bear arms. And be sure to register for the door prize. See you this weekend at the big one. Sure as shooting, don't miss it. Quality Preschool, Toddler, and Infant Care. Little Acorns Child Development Center. Now accepting applications for toddlers and infants. 601-965-5002. Little Acorns Child Development Center. 100 West Capitol Street in downtown Jackson at the Dr. A.H. McCoy Federal Building. We're accepting applications for both federal and non-federal children. You will go crazy for Little Acorns, where me, Sammy the Squirrel, will provide tons of fun, fun, fun. Here at Little Acorns, we provide developmentally appropriate curriculums, low staff-to-child ratios, degreed early childhood teachers in all rooms, delicious, healthy breakfast, lunch, and snacks. All teachers certified in infant and child CPR and pediatric first aid. Designated drop-off with health safety temperature screenings at our safe, secure, modern, and spacious facility. Call now for a spot for your Little Acorn today. 601-965-5002. Tell them I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As vaccination sites start to reopen following last week's interruptions, the Department of Health is asking for patience. 
With appointments being rescheduled, the department says there may be longer than usual wait times this week. Officials ask that you please keep to your assigned appointment time and arrive 15 minutes early. The Department of Health's central office will remain closed today due to a lack of water in the metro area. Yesterday, President Joe Biden reflected as the nation surpassed a grim milestone with over 500,000 COVID-related deaths. That's more Americans who have died in one year in this pandemic than in World War I, World War II, and the Vietnam War combined. That's more lives lost to this virus than any other nation on Earth. In Mississippi, the death toll has reached over 6,500. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. This is Will Primo. I've spent my life outdoors and even made a career out of it. I've learned valuable lessons from being in God's great outdoors. Lessons like how much the health of our natural resources adds to all our lives. I hope you'll join me in supporting House Bill 1231. Your support gives us all a better place to call home and protects our natural resources for future generations. Please call your legislature and Lieutenant Governor Hosey and ask them to support House Bill 1231. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. Astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. Opinion known? Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead. Text your thoughts to 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. What are we in the fifties today? <laughs> Good stuff. We are back. The JT Show continues. Super Talk Mississippi. By the way, the U.S. Senate is questioning former Capitol leaders in a, responsible for protecting the Capitol. They're questioning them about the riot that occurred on the 6th. So that'll be interesting to see the results of that line of questioning. 
Oh, boy. Meanwhile, we've got this $1.9 trillion stimulus bill that is making its way through the House. It includes a $15 minimum wage. This morning, Senator Joe Manchin from the great state of West Virginia, he says, mm, ain't for $15, but I could live with 11 that's what he's come out and said this morning. Interesting. And we shall see where that goes. I, You know, Senator Cinema, Kristen Cinema from Arizona, has also expressed opposition. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, either the entire state of Arizona is like in the $12 or $13 range already, or maybe the larger cities are. So... So in her case, it's not a big deal, right? She can say no to the 15. You see anything on that? I, yeah, Arizona has gone from $10 minimum wage in 2017 to, uh, as of January 1, 2019, it was $11 an hour, and then in 2020, they raised it to $12 an hour. And I want to say maybe Flagstaff and... Phoenix, some of the bigger metros, Tucson, I think they maybe have an additional layer on that. I could be wrong, but nonetheless. All of it was done in accordance with Proposition 206, which is approved by there you go. Arizona voters back in 2016. There you go. So uh, the point is, not a big jump there. So for her to say no, not a, not a big deal, right, uh, to, to the folks that would maybe support it because it means more income to those wage earners. But in the case of Manchin in West Virginia, similar economically to Mississippi, that's a that'd be a big chunk of change for a lot of small business owners to absorb. And the left just thinks, oh well, you just you know, just pay more money, you take it out of your pocket, your bottom line. You're making all that money running those small businesses, right? You got no worries. Just clueless. People that have never signed the front of a check have no idea what it's like to sweat making a payroll and trying to make all the numbers work. Sales, revenues, expensive pe- expenses, people costs, labor costs, government, taxes. We make it hard. Nonetheless, Joe Manchin looks like He's not on board with that. But, heck, the $15 minimum wage, honestly, that's that's really not as big a deal in many respects as uh, some of the more onerous provisions, none of which have squat to do with COVID relief. I mean, now it's been revealed in, in doing some analysis yesterday after the show, a lot of this money, like to the schools, it doesn't even get spent. It's not appropriated to like 24 and then 28. If we're still wrestling with COVID by then, this country won't exist. But all sorts of junk included uh, in the bill, including allowing Planned Parenthood to qualify for PPP loans. And... Let's see, illegal immigrants participating in kind of a distorted sort of structure involving 
uh, household where one of the a spouse is is legal an American citizen, but is married to one that is not, and there's that they would now qualify. They didn't under the first direct payments. But here's the other thing: 130 billion dollars to schools, but no requirement that they open. See, we just send checks to schools, and they don't have to open. The whole idea is that oh, we got to have more money so we can open. We got to replace our HVAC systems and have gazillions of dollars for masks. I tell you, parents and kids are starting to protest this nonsense of schools being closed, and they're protesting Zoom. Poor Zoom. They're taking it on the chin. I, I saw photos of of children that have got, like, professionally produced signs, right, on the sticks. You know, they're out protesting in front of the schools. They're having a, they're having a Zoom out where they're showing up at the schools, like in the parking lots and around the, the perimeter of the school, protesting, we're not going to log on and go to these dead gum Zoom classes. And the signs say, classroom, not Zoom, <laughs> which is pretty good. $50 million in funding for EPA environmental justice grants, which is just a kickback to the lefty environmentalist uh, is all that is, PPP funds now available to violent criminals, including those guilty of assault on a police officer in non-consensual sexual crimes. So in, in, in previous rounds, those folks were not eligible. Now they are. $800 million in additional foreign food aid. What has that got to do with COVID? And you probably saw the the uh, was a hundred million, or maybe even more than that, to build a underground tunnel, uh, high speed rail, to connect the suburbs of Silicon Valley with the valley for their pals, of course, in Silicon Valley. I mean, it's just it's always payback garbage like that that I think just drives people crazy. Uh, yeah, $1.5 million for the Seaway International Bridge connecting New York and Canada. What's that got to do with it? Nothing is the obvious answer. Multi-employer pension plans bailout, that's $350 billion to the states, those that were have been poorly run and are struggling uh, to make ends meet financially, we're just going to send money to them to bail them out again. Yeah, it's a hundred million for the Silicon Valley Transit expansion, fifty million in family planning funding, uh, two hundred million. We always got to have museums and libraries. What's with that? Why does why does pork always have to be this goofy stuff for museums and libraries? I'm not opposed to museums and libraries. Politicians got to have somewhere to hold those fancy galas. <laughs> Fundraise. It it's just maddening though when you see that kind of junk uh, being buried in these bills. Um, Three billion in aid to supplement payroll costs for certain U.S. aircraft manufacturers. One hundred fifty billion to the coronavirus relief fund for state and local governments to cover pandemic related expenses. There's also a plan to hire. You know, we mentioned this before, but now it's it's taking hold in this legislation. A hundred thousand 
COVID workers. But yet we're seeing cases decline precipitously, including here in the Magnolia State. Hospitalizations are on the decline. We're seeing that. Open the economy up. We don't need a $1.9 trillion. This is crazy. All, all the economists and all the data points to recovery. And in fact, if the blue states would get off their rears and quit being authoritarians, I'd argue we don't need any of this. That's where it's coming from. And you look at the contrast between a Florida, which is largely open, and a California, which is still largely closed, and Cal- excuse me, Florida is faring well with respect to the pandemic in, in terms of cases, new cases, hospitalizations, deaths, and so forth, being open than the state that's closed. It's, I thought we were supposed to follow the science. Even, even the president's own CDC director saying, yeah, the schools really ought to be open. But yet, Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, because he can't get to Biden, who, by the way, she said yesterday, she was asked the question, when's he going to do a press conference by himself? Mm, not yet. That's all she said. He, that's ridiculous. He can speak from a teleprompter, but he can't take any questions. He does a little bit, but what times do your dogs eat, or how many blogs do you put on the fire, and what color are your tennis shoes? Stay with us. We'll be back with more on the JT Show. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenintatruck.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. (laughs) I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I'm sure by now you're aware of the shortage of ammunition that shooters and hunters are experiencing nationwide. Right now we have a good supply of popular calibers like 9mm pistol and 223 rifle, as well as others that we're offering at fair market prices. We do limit the amount you can buy each day. At the range, we'd rather everybody have some than a few buy it all. I hope you'll come visit us soon and check out all the many things we have to offer at the range. A totally new and different type of gun store. 
Pillium Corporation. When people hear our name, they say, cool name, what exactly do you do? Great question. Pillium helps your company stay secure and current with IT support, IT security and forensics, cloud services, and networking. Plus, next-generation body cameras, in-car video systems, and mobile communications for public safety and first responder clients. In short, Pillium Corporation helps our clients grow and thrive securely. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Employers, are you looking for new employees? Spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and in industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. The JT Show. You know what that sound is? Yeah! The JT Show with JT and Rhino. What? You want it? Here it is. Super Talk Mississippi. Checker. And go like this. Uh, uh, uh. Awesome. So last week, NASA landed a rover on the surface of Mars, correct? The Perseverance rover. Perseverance. And we have some audio from that. Yeah, for the first time ever, which there was a video clip going around social media over the weekend purporting to be hd video with sound from the surface of mars that video was a panoramic picture taken from the old rover and audio from a a seismic recording from another probe so it wasn't quite one-to-one what you would hear if you just stuck a microphone out the spaceship on the surface of mars but now that they've had the press conference yesterday afternoon releasing the, the hd video of the 
the rover landing on the surface of Mars, they released an audio clip that we've cleaned up a little bit because there's some electric whirring from the the servos and everything on the the rover. But this, and listen carefully because it it is kind of faint. You're just hearing wind on Mars. But this is sound of wind from another planet. So, yeah, it doesn't sound like much, but that is the wind from Mars. That's cool. I, it's shaking my head, vibrating my headphones. That's cool. That's that's really cool. Wow. That's uh, quite the achievement. I saw somebody describe it, a scientist, as trying to throw a dart from Philadelphia to, like, the White House lawn in Washington <laughs> and landing it uh, in the proximity there. Uh, you know, it's another example, is it not, of human ingenuity and innovation at its best? I mean, you look at the last rover, the the Mars rover, that I believe it was initially a, a couple of months was the planned duration of the experiment, and they kept that thing going for years, Yeah, collecting data and, and more information and sending back countless pictures of, of a planet that until then, we'd only been able to fly by. And now with this rover, they're looking for signs of life that might have existed eons ago on the red planet. So do you think wind may be an indicator? Is that thought by scientists to be an indicator of the possibility of life? Well, they landed in a, a area on Mars, I think it's in a crater, but it's right next to what they've identified as an ancient delta where yeah. where flowing water once ran across the surface of Mars, and if you have water, you have the potential for life. Well, okay. Wind is an indicator that the atmosphere is in motion. Hmm. But it wouldn't be very smart to just go to Mars and open the door because it's got about 100 times less oxygen in the air. Yeah. So it'd be pretty tough to breathe. Interesting. The life cycle cost, by the way, uh, someone asked on the ceasefire tax line, how much did that cost the taxpayers to hear when? Well, to to get the rover there cost $2.9 billion over, I think, a 10-year period of time. So at the rate of spending, that's 30 minutes or so. And that's just the first audio released along with the first couple pictures that they let out. But they, they've they got, I think it's 18 or 19 different cameras on there to collect information. They've got the, the little arms they're using to collect resources and rocks to study. And they even have a little drone that they've dropped from it that will be the first experimental flight on another planet. Wow. You know what you you don't know is the information first the information you learn from just the exploration itself but most of the time and I haven't looked into this particular mission but most of the time just the development and construction of the mission itself produces all sorts of byproducts of value to society I would much rather do this 
than all this goofy stuff that's embedded, for example, in this $1.9 trillion bill. And one of our listeners said that uh, Cudlow pointed out, Larry Cudlow, that only 19.2% of the entire bill goes to anything to do with COVID. That's true. 20% is kind of the number being thrown around. That's absolutely true, which is just more indication that the Democrats just want to ram this thing through with their wish list and, frankly, addressing the COVID situation and, and putting the money where it needs to be. By the way, I'm looking at the protest rumors, not Zoomers. That's the... <laughs> The next sign out there. People are sick of it. Telling you. They're rejecting this nonsense. Get back. Let's go. Thomas from Greenwood sent, by the way, before we get off the air here, he sent an image of a Facebook post. My good friend Steve Hopkins, representative from DeSoto County, says, amend the bill to remove the offsetting increase at sales tax. Then we'll see. I'm a fan of a consumption tax, but let's be honest, making it revenue neutral tax swap is not conservatism. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.